this episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Like anybody can do it. It has everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When you host on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started with your own podcast. I'm excited to listen to yours. Now here is mine. I admire others and their stories. I admire conscious connections. Getting to know people and learning from them in small and big ways. (laughs) Here's to connecting with others and sharing their stories and experiences from their mouths to your ears. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Let's Chat with J-Bax. I have my beautiful friend with me, Bonnie Wilt. What's up, Bonnie? Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am so, so excited to have you. I have been looking forward to this conversation with you, and I'd love to let everyone know how I stumbled upon you and how you came to be on this episode. So we connected through Dallas Fitness Ambassadors, and that was a amazing experience. I remember the first day that we had orientation, we were on this call and a few of us were commenting back and forth on the chat, just go, go, go. And then this Facebook group appeared and I saw you post about wellness retreats and how you want to empower women. And I was so inspired that I immediately followed you on Instagram. I reached out to you and I was like, holy shit, you're doing something special. I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, after looking at your profile, I was like literally right back at you though, too, honestly. (laughs) I love it. I think we're definitely on a a very similar path. We want to empower women. We want to empower others. And you are taking it to another level by bringing them on these retreats. And I really want to focus on chatting about these retreats. I feel like every time I see you post, I'm like, where is she going now? How many girls are with her? What is she really doing? So how did you really get into these wellness retreats? Yes. No, I love it. And I love that. That's like what caught your eye. Cause I, I remember like chatting on that and meeting through, it's just like, so funny. I feel like the, how the whole universe, like just kind of everything happens in divine timing and brings you to the people that you need to meet right at the right time. Um, that's kind of honestly how the wellness retreats kind of got started for me is, uh, I, I have a job and I've been working at the same job out of college, um, as a corporate tech consultant. So I, that with that job, it has a lot of travel with it. Um, and then through that, I was, it just, I fell in love with yoga in the sense of it was something I could do on the road where I didn't need a lot of equipment or I could do it in my hotel room, et cetera. Um, fast forward a little further, got yoga certified, got meditation certified, and then just wanted to kind of bring those two worlds together with the wellness and the travel and, you know, just kind of put together a retreat with just me running it and, and booked an Airbnb in Sedona. That was 
um, you know, refundable to a certain extent, right? Where it's like, okay, I have a little leeway. Like if this just flops, right, I can get my money back. Like, you know, just kind of going for it, but have have a reserve <laughs> in case it doesn't yeah. work out. Um, and yeah, I, I just made it actually pretty affordable. Um, and ended up selling that out. I guess it was just myself and seven other women. So eight people total. Um, and from there, um, it, it's just grown a lot. That was, that was Sedona was, uh, actually February of 2020. So actually right before kind of everything shut down here in the States, mm-hmm. um, it was over the long weekend as a leap year. So it was like, that's, I will never forget that. Um, and from there, yeah, they just grown so much. I have, um, work with, uh, my friend actually from high school, her name is Emma and she does anything from branding to graphic design to interior design and just so many cool things. Um, she's helped, um, kind of make it more of a curated experience and it's just, you know, that's, which I think helps market it. Right. And, and, and make it appealing and attractive, but really what it always is just coming down to is like the mission and the goal is, is to, help people get out of their element and help them get out of like the day-to-day routine that we can get so easily like stuck in and, and um, provide a a safe space to kind of shake up the routine and just maybe learn something new about yourself, about like wellness, about, um, you know, different tools and tips that you can take after, right. Um, With meditation, with yoga, with even like culturally, right. Like just going somewhere and like connecting with nature, like even as well, it's kind of a big part of how, um, what I wanted to offer. So it's, it's just evolved, but it's been a really fun journey and super excited to even be able to talk to you about it today. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, you know, yoga, meditation, getting out in nature, how do you, how do you write these retreats or what really kind of goes into it while you prep for, for giving these women an amazing experience? Yeah, it's really, um, it's where we pick a place is truthfully like where I've been wanting to visit right with yeah. with Sedona so I've never been there so I was like let's take a I'm sure I'm not the only one right that's not been the Sedona and who would want to go for this experience um same thing where else we've gone we went to um Big Bend National Parks that was um really fun and and again kind of in the beginning couple of years it's really been like where you can hike where you can get connected with nature where you can you know bring a pe- group of people that would want to go to these places um then Joshua Tree then uh Kauai so those have been the four so far and then we've got some lined up for next year but the thought process is really just places that I have wanted to travel to or that I have traveled to. And I really loved, and I wanted to share with other people. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's, it's structured in a way that we have an agenda and we have something that we want to like cover, like certain topics, maybe like, um, positive self-talk, like different, like little workshoppy kind of ideas, or depending on the group, like we talk about like crystals and chakras and essential oils and like just fun things like that to get people's like minds kind of stirring and talk about different things. Um, but it's, it's really all about just every retreat lends itself to be exactly what it needs to be for the people on the trip. And every group of people that have been, have gone, it's, you know, there's a reason that these group of people are together. And that's like, kind of also how I feel like everything, like I kind of, even we alluded to in the beginning is everything happens like in good timing, even if it may not feel like <laughs> everything in life, right. may not feel great at the time, but it does happen to like a good time. Um, and yeah, so I, I just think that everyone who goes on each of these trips, like they go to these places for a reason. They go with these people for a reason. They come with, you know, they choose me to lead this retreat with them for a reason. Right. Um, and it's just, it's been so great. That's why I've, I've kept it going and, um, want to keep doing it. Right. And keep 
and this is actually this this is my third year now doing it. Um, even through the pandemic, it was, we were super grateful to be able to host anything really with 2020, um, in 2021, right. As, as the last like two years really have been just very, um, different and, um, traveling, right. You're like, how are you traveling? Like with, you know, the past like 18 or 24 months we've had, but, um, it has, it's lent itself to be everything, you know, that, that I was hoping it could be with, yeah. connecting people and, and learning and growing with each other. Yeah. And, and, you know, you say that people are connecting with each other and they're just sometimes strangers, just getting to know each other or getting to know themselves more. Mm-hmm. Do you find that they, the way they connect is like when, when they connect with each other, do you see like a spark between them? Like a, a personal spark that like they see each other for who they are. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's, interesting because we've had different retreats of, of different lengths. Um, and you know, we're, you're able to go to some pretty deep places and, and, and I can give an example, like in, uh, Kauai, that was like our, probably our longest one we've done yet. And also considering the travel time it would take to get to Hawaii maybe versus other places, but, um, you know, we, we, we do, um, exercises and workshops, like just like, kind of like, um, almost like journal prompts that we have like every day, like we've kind of started doing something like that, where every day is maybe it's also maybe associated to like a chakra in the body. It's like an energy center in the body. Mm -hmm. Um, anything from the root to the crown, like through all seven of them. Um, and then it has like a crystal a day. Right. And we have like these different prompts, like they kind of connect you to these things. Like, for example, I said the root chakra. So like your, your sense of safety and security and like your foundational like needs as a human being and particularly um, as a woman. Right. And just, just different prompts that we have people talk about. Um, And it's interesting, like through these, through that structure of like a conversation or even through like um, a positive self-talk like workshop where we kind of like just hit on like different ways that we all either speak you know, acknowledging how we speak to like each other, our friends, our family, and then acknowledging how we speak to ourselves. It usually brings, it's brought to light that obviously um, we speak to ourselves. We're so harsh on ourselves. Right. And and, um, through like these different conversations, just throughout the experience uh, you can just really, people feel connected to each other based on just like that um, really with just through sharing and, and being open and being vulnerable. That's like when I'm seeing like, um, that's how I've seen like those connections be super, um, obvious to me and just be fostered in a deeper level than just, um, you know, maybe traveling with a group of people, right. Or like being like, like a hostile, uh, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, staying somewhere like, um, open, right. Where you meet people. This is like the intent of going on these trips is to, is to learn and to grow and to check in with yourself and then to tap into those places that you may not go normally, but like you're in a new environment, you're, you know, we foster that, that, um, sense of, uh, safety and, and trust in the group, um, before we get started. Right. And it even starts with just starting with, you know, what is your intention of coming on this trip? And, and that yeah. can lead to many different questions. Like we usually, we try to start with like an opening ceremony or circle and a closing as well. Um, and that's like, you can really just see people like, like even in Sedona, like we've had people share, you know, some really deep personal things that, um, we were all able to relate to in some ways. And that's just like what I believe 
the beauty of these trips to me, it's not just, you know, hiking and travel, which we have those elements and it's not just yoga and meditation, which we have those elements. And it isn't just, you know, super emotional crying, <laughs> which we also may have those elements, but <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like, it's like I said, it's everything that it needs to be for that group. And it's just about like, you know, using my intuition, everybody kind of tapping into their own intuition and their own, mm-hmm. um, uh, fun of energy and, and what they kind of need from, from the day or the whole experience. Yeah. And, and you talked a lot about like how we talk so negatively to ourselves and we're mean to ourselves. And now I'm curious, you know, what's your background of how you got to where you are with those types of thoughts and how you feel empowered and strong to lead others who may be feeling that way. Absolutely. And I can literally start by saying that I still struggle with, (laughs) this is nothing I've mastered, which I think is like what I want to just start it off with that. Um, Because I think that, you know, maybe we have a certain like tendency or habit to be negative, maybe about like, um, I don't even know, maybe about like a relationship you have a parent or a sibling or something. Right. And you can kind of like put your energy in that and fostering that like, um, pain point. Right. And then, um, but then something else happens, right. Maybe like, uh, it's just like all these, like balancing these skills, right. For example, like for my background, like I, I went to school for engineering. I became a consultant right out of college, um, I moved down to Dallas, uh, right after college and just started with my like tech company. I do tech consulting. It's a lot of travel, um, kind of how we, we, came to know each other too, is through this fitness group, right? This fitness ambassadors. And I'm connected to that through my teaching yoga and hit classes in Dallas. And that was like, just evolved as, um, you know, I loved working out. I was like, this is something I'm passionate about. And I was able gratefully. So, um, to be able to balance, like doing these, um, you know, being a part-time like fitness instructor, as well as being a consultant. And that actually is, just a quick aside, like something I am grateful for something good that came out of COVID for myself is that I was not traveling all the time. So I was able to be in Dallas and to make roots and, and, um, make, make these connections. Right. And, and kind of have more of a life that wasn't so, um, uh, sporadic and kind of all over the place with the travel, but, um, with like the self talk is, is definitely something. And I'm a Scorpio, so I'm a very deep, like individual. I'm just going to, oh yeah. And you're a Scorpio. You just had a birthday. So happy birthday. Yeah. When's I, your birthday? Mine was the eighth. <laughs> oh my God. I literally know four people who have the eighth as a birthday. Really? Happy belated. Yes. You too, wow. girl. You are energetic. Oh my God. Your energy is insane. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> I love it. No, that's well, I'm like, my mom's a Scorpio too. So I'm like, I'm, I'm full on Scorpio. I'm a Virgo um, moon though, which is kind of like makes sense like on other levels, but it's so funny. I love astrology. I'm actually, that's something else I'm trying to get it more into, but, um, would love to talk astrology with you. I know it all like blends <laughs> like everything. Once you get into one modality, it's like, Ooh, let's explore all of them. Yes. Um, <laughs> but girl, like, so as Scorpios, like we're really deep individuals. I'm not necessarily like a, a dark or brooding, maybe, um, kind of like the funny, like memes you would see about Scorpios, like dressed in all black and like, whatever. I'm like, okay, that's not exactly how I would identify. But, um, what I do know is that like, if I, for me, like I just grew up, I'm an only child too. And so I, a lot was expected of me in that way. And, um, love my, like, <laughs> 
just, I don't even want to go into that. Like I, I had a great childhood. That's not what I'm trying to like, but my point is, is that I was, you know, I've always was expected to like perform like extremely well. Right. And I, I, um, it's, it's something where I feel like I've always seen like failure. It's just like, it's just such a personal, like deep thing. Right. And I, I, I my kind of self-talk journey has, you know, been like, you know, I, I played college sports. I was in a sorority. I had three jobs like in college, like as well. Like I, I just have always been doing so much that I feel like my kind of self-talk in that journey has been like, if I'm always like, Oh, well, you're not doing enough or that's not quite good enough or et cetera. Right. And, and people, however you want to think of an Enneagram or like your sign, right? Like whatever, like what do you want? Or like an only child thing, like however you, like your thought process works with that. Um, that has always been like my thing. And, and even just being just so hard on myself for anything, like just if I'm like, Oh, I went on a ski trip and never skied. And I like expected to keep up with everybody who was like from my friends from Colorado. And I'm like, no, I <laughs> just take it slow. Right. So it's just like, I've always been like one, not to like things I'm not good at because I would be so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so through like the yoga and meditation and I just like, there's a whole like, I learned 21 different styles of meditation in this training that I did. Um, and there's a whole meditation on loving kindness, like literally like at a meditation, a loving kindness meditation, where you literally just like think about people you love, think about things you love about yourself. It's just like all, the whole idea of it um, is love and kindness toward yourself, toward others, toward other living beings, everything on the planet, etc. cetera. Um, and I've just, you know, it's a daily practice and it's some, you know, nothing that I have necessarily, um, like I said, mastered, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's always an exercise of, of reminding yourself of, of your worth and, and your value and, and just how awesome that you are as an individual. And, um, I think that's why I loved the, I love teaching yoga and meditation and just even group fitness. I've had people come up to me and say, thank you so much for that class. Like sometimes I take a class and I feel like I'm, you know, not doing enough because the instructors, whatever, you know, motivated me, whatever, but you, you know, you say, listen to your body, listen to like, you know, whatever. I'm really big on like intuitive, like movements and living. And um, man, some days it's like, I have like negative thoughts and I'm like, you know what my practice and like what I've learned is just, just to not be like, Oh, like darn Bonnie, like, like, don't be hard on yourself or just ask yourself how you're doing. Like do a one word check-in. How am I feeling in this moment? And kind of do that throughout the day. Um, meeting yourself without judgment and just kind of letting yourself feel what you're feeling is like, has been critical, like for my, like, um, self-talk, like kind of take it back there. Um, and not judging myself for a day where I'm like, I literally just, you know, I'm going to work from bed today or like, I'm going to sleep in and miss a call. God forbid. Right. Like yeah, world, that's like, woo, like that's like bad. But, um, unfortunately that's, I can do a whole conversation on that, but, um, you know, just, it is like the self-talk thing is, is really just been like me listening to like my body signals. If I'm like physically like in pain or like my mental, like, am I exhausted or like, am I like, it's kind of like setting a boundary with yourself. You know, we talk about boundaries with other people oftentimes. And I think it's kind of like, what are my own personal boundaries? And like, what am I, how can I respect that? Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a good, 
practice, right. To, to talk about like positive self-talk, but I think that's something on those retreats where I like talking it, like we have like a whole, like, however long it needs to be. If there's more people on a retreat, maybe like six versus 12 people or whatever, it takes a little longer. But the idea is just to, to kind of highlight how we talk to ourselves on a given day. And, um, from there, um, you know, we, we do an exercise where you write like the top 10 things you say to yourself on a given day. And this is something maybe anyone listening can try to do this. Um, and you pick like, really, if anyone listening, right. You could just write the top 10 things that you say about yourself, right. Take time to maybe just journal and reflect on, on what you kind of hear yourself saying to yourself and about your uh, environment. And more oftentimes than not, the exercise we did as a group was to put the top thing that you say to yourself um, on a piece of paper. We fold it up. We all use the same color pen. We all use the same paper. We pop it in a, a bowl and then we pass it around and like pick someone's and read it out loud. And more often than not, if not like 90% of everyone's is, is a negative thing, right? Like some really, and like you, it's a, at this point we've, you know, got to know each other in the sense that we feel like we, we feel like we can actually write like what we actually say. There's not much sugar coating here. Um, a lot of deep stuff, right. Can come out and and you read somebody else's Mm -hmm. and it just like, really invokes that like empathy and just that connection again, like furthering with these, because we all like have so many, like, things that we're going through that we just, we feel so alone in it, like in our negative kind of self-talk or, or our experiences, but really we have like so many like similarities within like each of our like struggles. Um, and, and then at the end of the exercise, we actually, we just, well, we burn those, we just pop in whoever's you read, we burn it and we don't know who sent it or whose it was. And, and the idea is, you know, we just do that as like a releasing exercise. Um, which is really powerful, um, in, in, in its own way. But yeah, I mean, just taking that time to just like, if, if something that you want to work on is, is your self-talk and and that's something that like you can, anyone like feels that they are struggling with, that's, you know, maybe writing things you, you say that yourself and it could, it's, it's good and bad. It's not supposed to be one way. It's literally just like, um, in the moment, like what are 10 things I think, or even five, three or five or something, and then, you know, maybe just writing something that you're grateful for right next to it. Right. And then it may not even have to relate. Right. But just like the exercise of like gratitude and, and, and things like can be powerful as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like every time, especially me personally, anytime that I'm feeling negative thoughts or just my emotions feel like they're too heavy for me. I'm a huge journaler. I can journal two, three, four times a day. I just love getting my thoughts out on the paper. And I recognized mm-hmm. not too long ago that I would be feeling an emotion. I would ask myself, how am I feeling today? And I would start writing it out. And if I'm, I'm anxious, I would start saying, I'm anxious. Why am I anxious? I would identify that. And then immediately I would just write affirmation after affirmation after affirmation. And I couldn't stop writing these affirmations because I needed all of that for me to start talking positively to myself, or at least being more gentle and letting myself know I'm thinking these things. I'm anxious about these things. I'm talking very negatively to myself, but there is so many other things that I can be doing to talk myself up, hype myself up. We are all amazing individuals. And there are so many factors in our lives that 
that push us down. And, and it's sometimes hard to remind yourself that you are amazing as you are. I totally agree with you. And that's something I like loved. You did these and um, like just the affirmations, like through your Instagram, like I remember mm-hmm. like the, it looks like, you know, like little notifications or just whatever those posts were like, they're so powerful. And oh man, there's, there is something to be said about just, it's, it's that mental shift. Cause every like thought, like neurologically, like in our brains, right. It's just like, we're fa- like, we have these thought patterns, right. So if we're used to saying something negative or thinking something negative, or, you know, we, we get triggered by something that could be another way to say something, right. Like something happens and you're like, Oh, this is like what I'm thinking now because of X, Y, Z. Um, it is, it's a practice to like literally rebuild those neurological pathways like in our brain. And that is something that like journaling or meditation or what, what have you like can help like re um, like little construction right up in your brain. They're just like literally like, okay, you know, we're not going to go this way. You're going to go down another path. Right. And it, yeah. it, it's, it can take longer. I mean, if it's deep, like, I mean, which there's so many different levels of like our traumas and like our, our insecurities and things like that. Right. Based yeah. on how much the environment has kind of, you know, put us down, right. Whatever that environment looks like for you. Um, that it, it, some things can definitely take much longer to heal and, and may never be fully healed. Right. Like, um, but, but, um, it is, it's just realizing and acknowledging that you are worth like that healing, you know, and that you are worth, um, maybe not, you know, feeling great every day, right? Like that's not realistic, but you are worth that effort that it's going to, you know, to put in to, to find like, like more wholeness and just more balance and whatever it is that you're seeking, right? Whether it's love or um, joy or stillness, or, you know, like I always kind of bring these kind of ideas up at the end of a yoga class um, to try to relate to anybody uh, to with whatever anyone's going through. Yeah. And, and you mentioned, you know, like bringing up past traumas and then taking the time to heal and that it, it takes a lot of time. Do you have any thoughts or tips that maybe you do for yourself or that you work with your, you know, wellness retreat of you're going to identify a trauma that you may be struggling with and you're going to bring light to it, shed light on it, and then going to start actually diving into that and being gentle. And how do you kind of work through that? Absolutely. Um, for those retreats, I, for the retreats specifically, I'd say, with those like prompts that we have like for the day, like that's kind of how we have started structuring it or just different um, through those conversations. uh, We always, you know, we let people share whatever they feel comfortable sharing. Um, But it's some of the questions are like invoke, like invoke some of the, like exactly what you said, maybe not exactly, you know, what is a trauma related to like the heart space, right? Like any, something like that. But um, you know, we, we do ask like, is there, think of a time that you haven't felt loved. Right. And like mm. think of, or, you know, so I'm literally just bringing that off the top of my head, but yeah. we ask questions that do like kind of get you thinking um, pretty deeply and, 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 you know, not like, um, and it, it, I guess what I'm trying to say is it depends on the individual, but some, and it really does speak to like, just like the uniqueness of every, of every person, but some people like certain, certain things, like maybe being able to speak up for yourself, like speaking your uh, opinions or like, um, your truth. Exactly. Literally the word I'm looking for, like your worth, your truth, your light, <laughs> yeah. speaking, 
Truth. Yes. That is so hard for some, maybe person A, but person B is like, man, I'm still like really recovering after like me and my best friend, like are not best friends anymore. Like I, I can speak all day about how I'm really hurt about this. Like this is, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe, yeah. right. Whereas person A is having a hard time, like getting articulating these things or whatever. Um, it is, it's like, you kind of, and it's again, where you are in life and like kind of what, where, where you are in that healing process, but it, it, we ask a lot of these different questions and we try to have a lot of different conversations um, to kind of help you pinpoint like different areas. It's like, okay, well, I do have my foundations, right? Like maybe, maybe like, okay, I have a job. It may not be my favorite job, but I do feel secure. You know, I have an apartment that keeps me warm at night and et cetera, right? I have food um, regularly and, you know, but maybe I have just, uh, you know, like a relationship that I'm not like super happy about yeah. or I mean you know somebody could have like exactly the opposite like oh I have a great relationship but like we are struggling like to we're living paycheck to paycheck right we mm-hmm. don't have those foundational things literally those are two kind of opposite examples there in those scenarios but um I think in the retreat that's kind of why I want to start with this in the re- the wellness retreat space we leave it vague enough for people to um, have that time and that space to reflect and to, um, make it personal, even though you're in a group setting, if that makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. Because, which is kind of why we, we structure, um, the different days with different kind of intentions, even, um, and while we start with like the intention of the retreat, right. Every day kind of has an intention and just some things to ruminate on based on, um, whatever that topic is for the day or whatever the idea is. But um, even actually with the mantra, so going back to like your mantras and affirmations, every day has like a mantra, which I think is so fun, but um, it, it helps people kind of unpack like in a gentle way, like the, mm-hmm. maybe some deep or some trauma, whether it's, it's really fresh or whether it's deep, right. When we actually have women and actually we have had men come on their trip. Um, we didn't have a uh, big bend. We had four men come, <laughs> So that was great. Out of like the 12 or 13 people, there was four men. Um, It was like either the boyfriend or the husband, right? Of, of, of people, our partner of people. And um, which was fun, but usually they are all women. Um, And it's, and we've had women or people of all ages, really anyone, you know, anything from your twenties to like your fifties, we've had people um, or even sixties come to these trips. So in that, even in that realm, like the, everyone's, you know, I guess traumas or, or it's so different, right? Like maybe yeah. somebody in their fifties or sixties, like has just some things that they're unpacking from like their own, like from their children or, you know, whatever. And maybe people in their twenties are unpacking stuff from their parents. Right. Or it's just, yeah. you know, you get that different, um, light. Um, but in that retreat, we, we make these questions, um, thoughtful, but applicable to people in no matter kind of what area in life you are in age wise, or what kind of just part of life that you're experiencing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I actually was a part of a, just a journal group, um, one morning and it was men, women of all ages. And we ended up breaking out in these, um, zoom breakout rooms basically. And we had a journal prompt and it was talking about what our fears were. And we ended up sharing them with everyone in the room. And I was partnered up with, I'm sure she was around like 55 years old. Mm -hmm. And she shared what she was kind of going through. 
And it was about her and a boyfriend breaking up. And she was talking about how she was feeling and that she was nervous to get back out there again and all of these things. And she even mentioned, she's like, I understand that I'm a lot older than all of you. And like, I don't know how much like you can relate to this, all these things. And once she was finished with her share, I was like, you are older than us, but look at what you're going through is what we're going through. And your lens is so different because she was a widow and she was trying to date again. And I think everyone is so unique, but we're all so similar in so many ways. Yes. Which, oh my gosh, that like, just makes me think I want to just be like, and that like really leads to like the compassion that like is so like important. something that I just like want to instill with other people, like on these retreats, it's like empathy, it's compassion. It's, it is like, we, I mean, we are like, I truly believe, and I, <laughs> I mean, we all have our own beliefs. So I'm, I'm going to be like, I, we are all like universally connected, like literally, like not just humans, but like even like just like with like just the environment around us, like everything is energy, right? Like even like for mm-hmm. like other engineers, right? I studied engineering, everything, ha- like every matter has like an energy to it, right? Like there's weave or give off energy in your own environment, right? Whether it's uh, personal or professional. And um, yeah, we are all so connected. And I totally agree with you there. Yeah. And, and when you, when you have these men on the retreats, um, I kind of want to go back to that because that really kind of sparked something in my, my brain, because I know you, you empower women. That is something that you really stand behind, not saying that you can't empower men too, because men need empowerment as well. What is your experience working with solely women in retreats and then bringing over and having men and women? Is there a big difference or do you see similarities? What, what do you kind of see a pattern there? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I would say, I mean, for women, we can talk about certain things, like maybe even like we have like a conversation about just like intuitive, like eating and intuitive, like movement, like around, like even like your cycle, right? Like your monthly like cycle, like the things like that. We don't necessarily talk about like with men on the retreat. Um, but those like conversations, I think hit home obviously for like (laughs) all the ladies out there, but men are like, "Eh, I'm not really here nor there. Like, I mean, some men may think it's super interesting, right? Especially like some of the men on the trip were like fitness instructors. So they're like, okay, well, that's actually like, it's helpful for my career because, you know, people work out differently, move differently based on like how their month is going. Um, or it just, it's actually interesting because there are a lot of differences. Um, you know, I would just say maybe a little bit slightly, I won't say a lot. There are slight differences in content that maybe we'll talk about, but it is kind of back to like that universal, like, thing that we're all like still we are still very connected right like um men a hundred percent like still have insecurities and and fears and um you know I I actually think and it's interesting too because I I believe that the men that come on these experiences and these retreats um I it's, it's, they're interested with the, in the intention of healing, right. And going into their own depths and like looking at their own traumas. And so we all have that like central element of, and that intent really is, is for learning and growth and exploration. And it may look and and feel different um, from an individual, but I mean, honestly, that it's the same thing. It looks and feels different from someone who's um, from two women, like from two separate, like, uh, women, it's, it, it looks and feels different. Um, I, 
I think it's, I would say, so out of the four retreats I've done, only one of them I've had men attend, but actually out Mm -hmm. of the, I'm doing three next year and two of them are open for men. And one is, we call it a goddess retreat. We're calling it that. Um, So it's a smaller intimate group of women that we're opening. Um, But it's, it's interesting because what I love about these retreats is, is, in addition to learning about yourself, you're also learning about other people, which I think also then teaches you more about yourself because someone like you can be listening to somebody talk about something and you've heard the idea like 10, 15 times, but if someone says it differently and you hear it in a different way, you're like, wait, I never thought about that. So let's say we're sharing like about like self-talk or fears or, or even goals. And we, um, and like doing like, you know, manifestations and et cetera. And, and just having those open conversations, hearing something from anyone on the trip, like you learn something and it's interesting, like what, you know, the different energies um, that men and women can bring to the table. Like it's, it's something I would definitely want to highlight. Um, and kind of stepping like male and female aside, like just talking about masculine and feminine energy really quick. Yeah. We all, yeah, we all have like masculine and feminine energy in our, our being, in our like entity as a human being. Yeah. Um, in yoga, you learn like your left side is like more your feminine, like your lunar side. Mm-hmm. Um, and your right side is the masculine, kind of more solar side. Um, and it doesn't mean, you know, boy, girl, it's literally just masculine, feminine energies. Uh, example, a feminine energy can be more creative and um, softer um, and more, even more emotive and emotional. Um, but whereas um, the masculine energy is more like direct and decision-making and, um, you know, kind of like in that go, go, go state, whereas the feminine energy is more like relaxed and kind of going with the flow and, and really just letting go of that control. Mm-hmm. And you can hear maybe these examples or like this ideology and think of, okay, in times in life, there are times when I'm like, go, 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 like going like crazy, <laughs> going from this thing to that. Right. Um, and then there are times in life where you're like, I just need to like, let the reins go for a second and, and like ebb and flow with like, whatever like needs to happen. I'm not going to control this. And, or maybe you're like, super, like, you're like, I want to make a vase with, with pottery, right? Like literally like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's like your creative outlets. That's like more of a, yeah. a feminine energy that we all like want to express like art, photography, etc. like different. I mean, it's not a male or female thing. It's, it's, these are just like examples, like it's just so interesting, like, and how we all like have, and you may, it's very common also to have like an imbalance. Like you may have a lot of, of, um, masculine energy. Like even for me, I was operating in a masculine for a long time and I still am to an extent. Um, and I'm doing like this feminine, um, like divine feminine actual, um, program currently to get step more into that feminine energy and to step more into like, um, you know, that kind of, release and, um, create creativity and, um, you know, which is something I guess I don't really express a lot as like a former engineer and like consultant in tech, you know, <laughs> so yeah. just like, into like what your even career is like, you could benefit from different, um, vibes there, but I just wanted to call that out. Cause I was like, this is like another really good element of like having it, even though like the masculine feminine energy isn't male or female identified, right. It's, it's, it's just, kind of in the body, right? We all have, we all have both. So it's just interesting to feel that dynamic. Um, When you said like, you know, the left and the right, mm -hmm. um, I was speaking with someone a month ago and I, I've had a lot of neck and back pain and um, I, 
I credit it to working from home for the past two years, hunching over. It's been pretty bad. Um, and I was trying to go to a chiropractor. I was doing massages. I was doing yoga, meditation. I was really trying to find what I needed to make myself feel better, to, to fix myself, basically. And I was talking to um, someone who is going through her 200 hour and she, her boyfriend's a chiropractor, but he's more of a holistic chiropractor, um, like mm -hmm. a different type of, of the, the practice. And she mentioned Reiki. You kind of yes. went to Reiki. And I know you have a little experience with it or you know things about it. I would love to hear what you have to say about that because what she, her experience was, she went in to, to get a massage and the woman also did Reiki. And she was like, I don't think you're really here for a massage. I think you're here for more of just from, for a reading an energy reading. And she found that her right side was more tense because she had trauma with male figures in her life. And, mm. and that she was really able to call that out. So I'm just curious to see, you know, your experience with Reiki and if you've ever had something similar to that. Oh, yes. This is, I could go on about Reiki for a while. <laughs> I love it. So I got, so again, another like thing for me is I like love to just explore and do a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Um, and in the, in like the holistic wellness scene, right? Like we just literally barely touched on, but like astrology and like, you know, chakras and et cetera, like it all just random, like it, it, it blends so well together. So yes. something else I did in 2020 was get Reiki certified because I was like, well, you know, I have all this time at home. Like, let's do something else, right? Like, the, the <laughs> yes. masculine, like let's do, right. Let's do something. But, um, so I did a Reiki certification there's two levels. There's two, like, um, like you get attuned basically. So there's a quick, like what is Reiki? Like just for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's a Japanese style of energy, um, kind of like energy cleansing. And, um, the idea in, in a maybe simple way to say it is it, it removes like stuck energies or stuck and stagnant, um, stuff in your body basically. Yeah. And it actually does like move your blood in your body. Like it, it physically, like that's, that's like the idea, but in a Reiki session. So I Reiki level one, uh, that means you're certified to do Reiki on yourself. Reiki level two means that you are certified to do Reiki on other people or other beings. Mm -hmm. Um, even animals, you can do Reiki on animals. Um, I stick to humans usually, but like my dog's like acting up, I'm like, all right, let's do something here. But, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's again, different for the individual, but if you were to come for like my session, like you would lay down, um, it's, it's very similar to a massage. Like you lay down, but I mean, you're fully clothed and, um, it is, it's different also for the Reiki practitioner. So I'm not gonna say this is how it is across the board, but for me, like I, if I feel or sense like heat, like, so you just relax, we have some music, like light, like, you know, kind of spa music going on in the background. Eye pillow on your head, you know, some essential oils. I like to bring in sound. So with some sound bowls, um, crystals and essential oils, just kind of depending on like what I feel you need. Mm -hmm. um, and what, when I say that, that just comes with the experience of like knowing the chakra system, which is like mm -hmm. your energy centers um, knowing, um, and just, yeah, kind of just tapping into that intuition, I guess you could say. And, but in a physical sense, like if I feel like heat in a certain area on your body, like I'm like, okay, maybe there's something that we're like releasing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, so as like a practitioner, that's something that I can feel sometimes like I'm, I also kind of drop into like a meditative state and, and even the person kind of does like, as you're laying there, just relaxing, 
just even if to you that means I'm just relaxed like it could be like you're dropping in that's kind of what we would say um Mm -hmm. as Reiki uh, practitioners um and if I like see certain colors right like I might see like a lot of like green or like maybe I see like the ocean or it's just like and I it's it's so different for every person, like what, what kind of I even experience. Um, but as a practitioner, you're not getting any of my energy. What I'm, I've been attuned where like you get like, it's basically universal energy or whatever you believe. If you believe in God, if you believe just in universal spirit or universal energy, Buddha or who, whatever you believe, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, you are getting like a healing energy and I'm like, just like the conduit of that energy. So it flows through me into you and it, it, goes to wherever you need it so even if i might be focusing more like on like your heart space like in like the chest and like the shoulder and then the neck area if you really have like a trauma like somewhere else in the body with all that like idea of just moving energies mm-hmm. um i know as a, as a practitioner like the energy the reiki will go where it needs to go mm-hmm. so it's interesting because there's a really good book and I, I cannot think of the name, but I know Louis, uh, Louise Hay wrote it. It's a super small little book. It's like, I'll, I'll send it to you after this so we can yeah. include it, but um, it's super like a small little book and it actually um, tells you, or it has um, different pages. So like, let's say you have like back pain or like even like something as probably specific as like your left ear like something like crazy right it's like really specific pains in your body and you just it's alphabetical you just literally like open it up like um find wherever you're like having pain and it will tell you like um in a couple words of like what that pain like what trauma that pain might be associated to interestingly enough so like lower back pain like super quick example like lower back pain can be um kind of tied to like parental um trauma Mm -hmm. or issues left side is definitely like feminine like maybe um more feminine trauma right um with like a mother figure or like that a feminine a, a female figure um same thing like you just said with your right side like it's um more of like a male figure like any sort of trauma um as well um so that book is just super helpful and so like in in the instance where like if I have a session where I'm like oh yeah so I usually just at the end will always just say I I saw this you know I was seeing this or I was getting this energy or um you know I feel like there's a lot of like heat like in um in the belly right like or like in the chest or um I spent I I was just like for some reason I wanted to spend a lot of time like in like the cranial area like in your head like into your neck like you know, I feel like we cleared a lot of stuff and, you know, it's just intuitively like what I kind of felt during that session. Right. And pretty much every time it's, um, it's like, oh my gosh, I've been dealing with X, Y, Z. Like that makes total sense. Like that resonates with me. Um, you know, I kind of just, we don't really talk about much before the session because I don't want to have any external factors. Like of like, I just want like me like intuitively to be like, okay, I'm feeling like there's like some stuff like you know, here in the body. And I really, I work from like your feet all the way up to your head and right, right back down. So, um, and then, and I, like I said, bring in different crystals based on what I feel like would be helpful and, and sound as the sounds are like different crystal bowls, right. Or associated different mm-hmm. chakras and, um, even essential oils are associated to different, um, chakras, different seasons, you know, different, etc. Um, and that's like where I'm like such a proponent of like holistic wellness. And like, I'm so glad you brought Reiki up because it's, it's, um, 
it is as long as you have the intention of receiving the energy that you need to receive mm-hmm. and letting go of what you need to let go of that's literally all you need to do before you lay like on my like uh reiki table like massage table um that is like the it's all about intention which i think it just speaks volumes to like every when you start like acting with intention with when you're intentional with like how you speak to yourself or trying to be as intentional if you're intentional with your journaling and like your affirmations right like all these things we've talked about um when you haven't it's just you switch out of that like autopilot which is like so easy to get stuck in like as mm-hmm. human beings like which okay we eat we wake up we get our coffee we hopefully get water before coffee right but we for our morning <laughs> I need to remind myself that <laughs> literally I'm like this is intentional I'm drinking this water yes. intentionally before my coffee because I know it's good um literally um but it's like when you start acting in one area of your life with intention I feel like it just like spreads into everything else because you're like wow like it makes I mean I'm even kind of tangenting from Reiki here, but like the whole idea of intention is just so big. And that's like what I've learned that like in yoga, right? You're intentionally like trying to like feel a pose or like meditation. Okay. My intention is to find stillness and focus on the breath. Reiki, I intend to just like take in what I need to take in and let go when I need to let go of. And I mean, I usually like sage someone before, right? To kind of just clear the energy. And like, it's just like a whole like kind of almost like a little ceremony, like a little ritual that I do with somebody. And I get Reiki done actually on the, like every month I try to get it done by my Reiki master who um, taught me and she practices also in Dallas. Um, someone I would highly recommend um, outside, you know, myself to, to get it done with. Um, and, you know, it's just, we might, her or I, I learn from her, right? So I kind of take what I love about what she does. Um, reading different passages for the day right and and just even pulling like a card like a, a after the session like mm-hmm. a not like a tarot card but like an oracle card right and just yeah you know, different things that um might help you just figure out kind of why you're feeling what you're feeling and trusting that everything would happen in timing right so you're picking the right card that you need like in that moment or whatever yeah and mm-hmm. i I used to be super scared of tarot cards and I know that's not exactly the card you'd be choosing, but a friend of mine was like, I'm practicing tarot. I really want to like bring it over and let's do it. And I was like, I don't know. I've seen a lot of scary ass movies. I don't (laughs) want it to kind of haunt me. Um, But we were, we were sitting around in my apartment and there was four of us and one girl was going through such a hard time that every time she would open her mouth, we all, we all felt that she was having such deep, difficult emotions Mm -hmm. that I thought she was going to cry. And I don't know if there were tears were going to come, but I like my stomach started to get into knots because Mm -hmm. I could feel how much she was struggling. And we, we went through this whole saging, we went through tarot card reading, and she was the first one to pick one. She chose one and she didn't like her card, but when it was read to her, all of us were like, whoa, like this sounds like this is the card that you actually need, regardless mm. of if you, if you think that this is a repeat card that you've got it before, like, it sounds like you really need this right now. And after that experience of her getting that card, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to go through my card. And I was going through a pretty difficult time at, at that moment. And I was going through a lot of self-doubt um, about myself and my purpose in the world and what I had to offer to others. And I chose the card and I don't remember what exactly the card was, but the card that the, the, 
what was read was saying, this is for all of those boss babes out there. Mm. You may not know it. You may not feel it, but you are making a difference in the world and keep going because you have such an amazing future ahead of you doing what you're doing. That's amazing. And I literally cried. I was like, this is exactly what I needed. And I think from there that really showed me after I was struggling with so much self-doubt and all of these harsh emotions, I was like, I am a boss fucking bitch. Mm. I am doing good for myself. And I, I started honing into that and I changed the script completely. And now I, I can happily say that self-doubt really doesn't creep into my mind anymore as it used to. And it's, it's so rewarding to actually work on yourself after an experience like that. And honestly, you have really convinced me to do Reiki. Um, I I'm going down to LA for um, my 27th year. I was like, I'm going to go on a solo trip once a month. Mm. And I started looking up places. I'm going to Venice um, beach in LA. And I'm like, I want to do a meditation and I want to do Reiki. And like, I really want it's, I'm going by myself. Like I'm going there for an experience. So if you have any recommendations, if you know of anyone, please let me know. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I I will let you, um, I have someone that used to live in LA that I'm going to ask for, um, meditation at least specifically. I'm sure I feel like you could find so much yoga out there, honestly. Yeah. Um, I already found a class. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. I'm like, I actually need to get out. Um, and that's, that's so amazing. I literally love that. Cause I, again, that's why my bonds voyage. Like, that's like why it all kind of started is like the beginning of, of loving travel and like loving wellness. So I'm like, how do I bring these together? Right. That's literally like, I'm inspired by that. Just to have to say, I love that for you. And that's so fun. I'll make 28. I just turned 28. So I'll be like, okay, I'll make 28 that like do something. Yes. If we ever want a solo trip in the same area and meet up, we will plan it. I'm an event planner for a living. So I can also help plan all of those things. That's why I'm so inspired by you. Um, having this whole conversation. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I, reached out to you in the beginning of of March because I was so inspired by your story and what you do and me having a background in event planning. And I planned a trip to Joshua Tree with my friends and it was a very holistic time together. It, it just, you make it so look so easy. And when I say easy, it's like you, you really take it and you're like, I'm going to fucking do it. And that's the easiness that I come from. And I know it's not easy, but you literally just go, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's just go. Literally like what I feel like I talk like off, off mic. I'm like, fuck, like literally that's exactly what it is. So I'm like, I want to go to these trips or these uh, places. I want to do retreats. Like when people like, so hundred percent, I've had people ask me like, how do you start these retreats or how do you, and I'm like, honestly, I literally just wanted to do it. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Uh, if I, I literally, my first retreat was $450. Like I said, it was cheap. It was like, it's like pretty much covered just like the Airbnb and like barely covered the food. I didn't make any, like, I don't think I made money on it. Right. It was just yeah. like, I need to like, I am feeling so cold to do this that I just need yeah. to make it freaking happen. Like just book an Airbnb, like find one literally actually the place had a yoga room in it. I was like, this is perfect. Nice. Um, we kind of did like family style cooking, like, um, you know, I, I, I was part of the cooking, the cleaning and, and, um, we just literally just went for it or I, I went for it and, um, it was amazing. Like I was, I was so like, like, it's just, I appreciate that of you. And I also feel like that's just like, it just speaks to like, um, just having that, 
the confidence and just be like, you know, whatever. And that's kind of what I wanted to like do with these retreats. It's not, it is like, it's intuitive uh, movement. It's, it's checking back in with yourself, but it's also like forward thinking. It's like, okay, we're going to look at some of the stuff like from the past. That's actually a really good like segue. Yeah. We're going to look at some of the stuff from the past, like some trauma we're going to do our best to like unpack however we feel comfortable. Like there's never going to be pressure to go deeper than like, I'm not a therapist. I'm not like, and like, they're, you know, they're, depending on what happens, right? We, maybe people are more encouraged to do something like that. It is just, it speaks to um, that we try to talk about not just like the painful parts of like us as humans, right? It's, it's um, we talk about like for, we do a whole goal setting manifesting like kind of uh, workshop. And actually in the past, we've gone to places that are like energy vortexes like Sedona mm-hmm. or Kauai. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically what that is, is just, um, heightened energy, right? We're like in, in like a yogi way to say it, it's like it, whatever you kind of manifest in that space is actually has more power, like in that energy, mm. vortex, like in that physical space. Um, I'm sure there's some scientific like explanation of what an energy vortex is. I don't know that off the top of my head and I'm not going <laughs> to, and I want to be fact checked, but <laughs> I'll include that into the description of what an energy vortex is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I looked it up once um, very before Sedona, but I've definitely forgotten since then, yeah. like scientifically speaking, but yeah, it's, it's, it's shoot. That's like what I, that's like, that is part of my personality though. That's if I'm like, which is probably why I, I do a lot of, I guess things, right. I, I get involved in a lot of stuff. Um, because I'm like, I'm interested in that. Like, let's just do that. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. And I, I see a lot of myself in you and I don't know if it's a Scorpio thing, but like like your story has really resonated with me where you're constantly doing things or you feel like you're a failure. You like, you kind of strive on productivity. And even during the pandemic, you kind of said it, you were like, all right, what else can I do? Mm -hmm. And I literally was like, I'm boring. What can I do to elevate myself? And then I got certified in meditation and I started looking into all of these things. I started a podcast, like, and I just fucking did it. Just did it. And I was like, you know what? Let's buy this mic. I actually had a really cheap ass mic. So this one's a huge upgrade, but like you just, you just do it and you have to have some confidence in yourself, but I think the confidence build, I mean, the confidence for sure builds over time because you can see how it's affecting you and how it's affecting others. Absolutely. Well, and then you just can see the evolution. Like I actually Mm -hmm. remember you I feel like I was, we were following each other when you started that meditation training and, mm-hmm. and I just followed along and just even now, like literally you were on insight timer and I'm like, wait, that is so cool. Like, see, I remember I was like, how did you get on there? Like, what did you, cause I'm over here, like, you know, following along with insight timer and like seeing people like from other countries, right. Like on here. And I'm like, how does one even get on here? Like, that's like, seems like, you know, such a far, like, but I'm like, wait, like you would just inspired me like literally so freaking hard like on that like that was that's amazing I still to this day I'm not on there but like that's another something I would love like just you know but it's cool because when you start like really like aligning to like what you like to do and that looks different to everybody but like when you align you find people like yourself and myself like that like are similar like we're Mm -hmm. different but similar like in and that's the beauty of like every individual person right we all bring something yeah. like any yoga class you can take 10 different yoga classes and 10 from 10 different instructors you're going to get something different um yeah. it's um you find like which you find people on these same paths right and you can learn from each other and help mm-hmm. each other like elevate and grow and it, it's that's actually one more thing I, I love um and I would like to highlight is my 
intention and just in my wellness journey is to bring other people along. Like literally my arms, like a big old sweeper. And like, I'm reaching like as far as my arms can go around this earth, this earth, you know, like there is not a finite amount of like healing or like, um, wellness that is going around. Like it is infinite. Like everybody has room at the table for healing and growth. And I feel like sometimes it is hard because as humans, right. We want to kind of section off or group off and like, you know, it, you can see even sports. Like I'm a, I'm a big sports person. My, uh, Oh God, my boyfriend's not going to love me for bringing up any sort of football, or <laughs> but, um, it's like, you know, two teams, right. It's like, Oh, we don't like so-and-so because they're on the other team. And like, we just want to like be against each other. It's easy to be against each other. Right. To root against whatever, but no, like in, in like actual, like our energies, like our spirits, like us as like deep human beings, like we have we talked about it. We just said it so many connections with each other. We really are not that different, even though we try to kind of divide us in like different ways. Right. And that can like so many different levels of that. Right. Um, but what is really like, like, I just want to like say something I like want to, um, leave behind, I guess. And just like, make that mark is, is that I'm like, you know, me and my peers, like we're bringing everybody along and like everyone's yeah. up here, like in this wellness, like, it's not like, um, it's compassion over comparison is actually something that really came up for me, um, on my Kauai retreat and somebody else, actually a girl on my retreat, um, said it. And I wrote it down. And I'm like, I'll never forget this. I want to get like a tattoo of it. Like literally like some cool tattoo, compassion line comparison, like underneath that type of thing. Um, because I think we do compare ourselves a lot to other people on like these journeys, right. Whether we're similar or different. Right. And, um, but it's, it's like, it's not, it's something where it's like, there's enough room for us like to be kind of, yeah. if it's something you want to do, do it, you yeah. know, and to the best of your abilities, right. It may look different, but on that journey to wherever you're, whatever you're trying to do, like you're going to learn and grow. And, and if you have to like divert a different way, like that's what you're meant to do anyway, you know, like make yeah. it like so many like and don't like and I'm getting on my soapbox here but I'm like don't like let someone who said like oh well you know you can't you shouldn't do this like right like I mean literally Michael Jordan right didn't make like his like high school team or something like that like I don't know like the exact like year he was but Mm -hmm. like something like that right like someone like imagine like if he literally quit like basketball like and like it's like oh he didn't like he wouldn't ever existed right or like jk rowling like never wrote harry potter right like what if like, i'm a huge harry potter mm. potter head <laughs> i love it um i'm really, really actually rereading the series um you know just like and, and then like just be like okay you just gotta have confidence like the confidence in yourself the trust and that comes i feel like with like a holistic wellness like yeah. kind of lifestyle and holistic means like honoring that some days you're gonna be like i am at the bottom of the barrel today and that's like yes. okay but i have tools in my toolbox where i can wake up tomorrow or maybe not tomorrow maybe it's like i'm gonna have a whole week of like where i feel in the dumps today like this week but you got like it's it's always coming back to like you owning and knowing that you are worth like the mm-hmm. healing like the journey and like the just getting yourself where you want to go. Yeah. You must root for yourself because you are your own MVP. Mm -hmm. That's truly how it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just fun to share that with other people in the sense of, I learned every retreat, I take so much away, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, why I'm like, this is, you know, this is, I don't know what it will evolve to. I cannot say that for sure. Right. But I know that 
it is impactful for myself every single time. And it's impactful for everybody that goes in, 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 not just in the moment, but like afterwards is like my, my intent and like my, you know, hope for everybody that's going. Well, I want to say that you are making a difference in so many people's lives that you are sharing with, whether it's your retreat, Reiki, yoga, meditation, you have a light to you that you are sharing with the world. And that's, that can be hard for a lot of people to do, but you are stepping out of your comfort zone and you are just doing the damn thing. And I think it is so impressive. And I am so fucking grateful that we've had this conversation because I am just, you've say some shit and I'm like, yeah. And like, I, I, I feel like I'm going to re-listen to this when I edit this and I'm going to really write some shit down and, and really feel with this. And I'm going to definitely connect with you after this because you are so inspiring Bonnie. And I I really thank you for your time. This has honestly been more than I ever could have expected. Literally right back at you though. Thank you so much for having me here. Like, I feel like a whole, just this whole energy. Like I can just like feel my like little, like, um, skin is just like I'm like buzzing like my fingertips like literally I'm just like this energy is like palpable you're giving me chills half this every time I'm like do I say it I was like I can't say it every five minutes I gotta chill (laughs) (laughs) yes I love it well Bonnie I want I want you to tell us where can people find you um Instagram website where can they reach out to you at yes uh so my Instagram is at bonds with a z voyage with the underscore so at bonds underscore voyage <laughs> that's a little bit complicated but yes you got me out there with the different stuff uh yoga stuff out there and then um website is www.thebondsvoyage.com amazing yes. and we'll link that in the description everyone can know where to find you look at your retreats coming up and hopefully reach out to you on instagram and just tell you how much this episode really touched them and inspired them I love it. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. It's been so yes. fun. <laughs> Thank you, Bonnie. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>